Hello, podcasters, and welcome to episode number three of Points of Conversation. I am your host, Russell Robertson, as always, and today we're going to be talking about how to sort of grow yourself on different platforms. That's obviously something I'm trying to do, and I kind of just want to talk about my opinions on the whole subject, so let's sort of just get into it. So I kind of want to talk about first getting into the game early, because what I've noticed from all of the people that I've watched is that they've all been around for like 10 years now um, and I think that's definitely an advantage especially in the market right now uh, the online space is super crowded I mean every single platform especially places like YouTube Twitter twitch now especially uh, after like ninja blew up a couple of years ago they're all super saturated like I could say basically every twitch streamer or youtuber they were probably doing this back in like or at least for YouTube, they were probably doing this back in 2009, 2010, and I'd say Twitch streamers maybe 2014, 2015, that sort of time, and I would say that that's a really big advantage, at least from my perspective, because there's really no discoverability on Twitch. There's some element of discoverability on YouTube, uh, but you do have to work the algorithm in order for it to, to work for you, but... Um, it, it is a lot harder now, especially since, like, if you're starting in 2020, it's really hard to find niches, I guess you could say, because um, you watch all these videos, so I've watched a bunch of videos of, like, oh, how you can get your first thousand subscribers, or how you can get your first thousand followers, or whatever, and I, I really don't like those videos, because they give very vague um, explanations of how to do it. The thing is with those videos, they're like, it's changing all the time, the sort of, the scene, and there's no real way to find your niche anymore, just because there are literally billions of people on these platforms, so to actually find a niche is extremely rare, and I'd say highly unlikely, and I don't know, I guess you sort of grow into your niche, maybe, uh, the more you sort of do it, I guess you sort of learn, and once you grow your audience more so... Uh, I guess that is your niche sort of forming your your isms I guess you could say within your the way you talk the way you act in your videos etc but I feel like at least starting out it's really difficult uh, when it comes to differentiating yourself because obviously once you have millions of subscribers uh, somebody who has a vague understanding can be like oh yeah that's so and so and they're popular because they have lots of subscribers but like when you're really really small it's a lot weirder because there's no name recognition i guess which is a thing because i feel like a lot of the time people connect the way that the person acts with the name right and so if your name isn't big no matter how you act, I think, unless you're super scandalous or whatever and you get on the news or something, nothing is really going to happen for you. Um, and I think one way that at least I'm trying to do it, as you can see if you've been watching my Pro Week content, is that I'm trying to be active on lots of different platforms. Uh, and this sort of ties into the idea of corralling your audience from platform to platform so for example i have a twitter i have a youtube i have a twitch and these things i all need in some capacity or another so my youtube i post videos because hopefully i mean the algorithm if you post enough 
I'm hoping that, like, maybe the algorithm does sort of push you towards the front, put you in people's recommended, and that can be good. Um, for you heading forward, it, it allows you to start growing. And then also you want, of course, your Twitter, because that if somebody follows your Twitter, then they see everything. I can put on YouTube links. I can put on links for the podcast, obviously. I can put on Twitch links. And that's really good uh, for, for just being able to diversify your audience so that they you get people watching you on multiple different platforms, maybe not just YouTube. Uh, it's the same with like linking your profiles down in like the description or your bio or whatever. And there are also a lot more viewers now, which is a good thing. There are a lot more viewers than ever. So I would say that even though there are a lot more creators, I hope that the ratio between creators and viewers still is hopefully similar. I, I assume maybe that should mean that you're getting more traffic, I guess in concept, obviously, but like, I guess putting into practice, it's probably not as realistic because I feel like the, that way, even if you do have more viewers, they're not distributing evenly. It's not like, obviously, somebody with my amount of subscribers isn't going to get the same amount of views as PewDiePie, for example, but like, what I'm saying is, it's not like the algorithm will particularly partition off a section of people to just recommend my content for. Uh, what they'll do is they'll just keep on pushing it towards the top, which obviously it makes sense. Those are their those are the company's money makers, so of course they want to do that, obviously. But I mean, it is it does make it a lot harder, a lot lot harder for smaller people to grow, especially in this time when there is a lot more people to compete against. It's like, who of those millions, tens of millions of people that are all trying to become the next PewDiePie, the next KSI, the next Sidemen, I don't know, the next FaZe Clan, um, how, how are you going to make it? And I think that sort of brings us on to the concept of the lucky break, because I've seen examples of where people have had 300 videos on their channel, literally. It, it's crazy. It's like you have so many, so many uh, videos on your channel and you maybe have like one video per subscriber. And that's, I mean, I respect the grind obviously, but that's kind of like the part where luck does come and become a factor. I mean, obviously, if you have like a family member who's a successful content creator, then that makes it a lot easier for you, which is why I feel like you see a lot of these people are like school friends or whatever, because they've all sort of grown up so they can just promote each other. Uh, it's It makes it harder if you don't have connections, but I think this is where the concept of the lucky break comes in. Can you have that one video that just blows up? And if that happens, how much can you capitalize on it? Because I mean, part, it's a two-step equation, really. So you have your first part, which is, oh my gosh, I posted this video, I go to bed, and I wake up the next morning, and holy crap, guys, my video has a million views overnight. So you've just had an influx of subscribers, most likely, and now the question is, what do you do for that lucky break? 
you've got the first part of the equation down. Now, how do you translate that into consistent viewership? You have to, like, I think you really have to sort of assess what people liked about that. And the second, once you see people uh, are viewing your content, at least for that one video, you have to push it on all platforms. Like, if if you suddenly get tons of followers on on Twitter, right? So say you make a million views and I don't know, 10,000 of those people subscribe, then you have, well, okay, I have 10,000 subscribers now. How many of those are then going to go follow my Twitter? How many of those are then going to follow my Twitch? Because that's, I think, where you start getting your consistent viewers. And that's sort of how you, uh, I don't know what the word is, but that's how you sort of create a, a sort of core fan base which will always stick with you and that's the important bit there because you'll obviously have the people that watch that one video because it got put in their recommended like all the other people and then they never click back again but then you have those i don't know those one in a hundreds that will go they'll subscribe to you they'll watch every video they'll like they'll they'll go follow you on twitter they'll go follow you on twitch and it's all about making sure that you nurture that audience, make sure that they spread it to all their friends. And I think that's what you want to do. Because once you can grow that sort of central uh, core viewership, what if you can grow that to a sizable amount, then you always have a platform in which to build. So you always know, okay, I am most likely going to get at least this many views on a video. And then anything extra is like, oh, wow wow, this is, this is good. I, I've done something right here. And then again, like that first lucky break, then you have to continue to, uh, to capitalize on all these on, as your videos, uh, start getting bigger, you have to capitalize, continue growing. And it is a lot easier said than done. Cause I mean, obviously there are hundreds and millions of people that would love to be having a job as a full-time YouTuber. Uh, I mean, kids literally these days will put that I want to become a YouTuber when I grow up. And it's, it is the lucky break. It's lucky break and it's major grind. So you have the two-step equation of the lucky, of the lucky break. Uh, that's more of playing your cards well, I'd say. That's, that's playing your cards well once you get luck. I'd say major grind on the other hand is the build-up to getting that luck. You are making your luck through the major grind, or if you're, if you're not lucky, you're just grinding to the top. And I guess this is where what I mentioned earlier about the 300 videos. Are you growing within those 300 videos? So you can start with zero subscribers on your first video, but how over the course of... Because 300 videos, that's got to take you like... I don't know, two years or something, depending on how much content you upload, obviously, assuming that like you're not starting off uploading daily. If you are growing by 300 subscribers over, say, two years, so you're growing 150 subscribers or you're doing 300 videos over two years, uh, how many subscribers do you get per video? Because what you want to see, I guess, is maybe you make two subscribers on average from your first 10 videos but maybe you want to double that for your for your second 10 and hopefully 
as you sort of continue to do this, this sort of snowballs and your amount of subscribers per video, you want it to sort of exponentially increase. So maybe the curve is quite flat as you start off, but hopefully as you continue grinding, as your content continues getting pushed to the platform and I think consistency is definitely the key here because I think that's, I believe that's one of the things that the algorithm does notice. If you're uploading consistently, they will probably push your channel more purely on the basis that like, ooh, the people who I recommend this to will continue hopefully watching this if they like it. They'll continue watching it uh, because the creator's going to the effort of putting out a video every single day. And... If you do that, hopefully if the algorithm pushes you, right, then I think that's what sort of leads into the exponential curve where the curve has now become uh, more of an incline rather, more of a, a, a rock climbing rather than a, than a casual walk over the hill in the park. And that's kind of the important thing because you obviously have to avoid, and I think the, the major grind is definitely safer than the lucky break because I'd say the major grind whilst it takes longer probably and it's for the people that may feel like oh I, I don't get as lucky as everyone else or that is getting lucky or is making all this money and be and getting all these subscribers the thing is if you do the may if the major grind is how somebody makes it to the top it's a lot easier for them to be able to uh, to sustain this the growth because they know they've built the fan base over a longer period of time. Because obviously with Lucky Break, because with the major grind, it's basically just the second step of that, um, the two-step equation for Lucky Break. Because obviously Lucky Break, the first bit, if you, the first bit you don't do anything, it just happens. And you just sort of sit along for the ride and hope that that you get that lucky break and then the work actually starts in the second half of the equation the major grind basically is the second half of that equation but it's the entire equation now so you have to have except you have no fan base uh created by the lucky break so what you basically start with is your friends if they decide to subscribe to you and then you have to build out from your friends and i mean i guess it's probably embarrassing but like go and tell your people at school i guess if you want to do that or tell your people at work whatever and it hopefully over time they talk to people they talk to people and then people start seeing you online and then the exponential curve starts because whilst I would personally take the major grind uh, or I don't know I, I don't think I would say that I would take the lucky break but with elements of major grind into it because obviously nobody wants to be making a thousand videos before they get a thousand subs right I mean I'd be impressed if you managed to do that you, you'd have to be pretty resilient because I'd get extremely bored if I wasn't seeing that sort of growth. And I guess that's the thing with people. Like, if, like, they can get very disheartened if they're not seeing growth after 30 videos, 
which I guess is was me to an extent before I started doing um, the this pro week thing. I really didn't know what to do because I wasn't seeing any major interest in any of the stuff I was uploading. And so I'm trying this to see how can I boost my growth? How can I use this time where everybody's online? And how can I use that to my advantage to try and kickstart a career or maybe kickstart at least a small following, which I can then nurture and grow? And I'd say I'm in the major grind section right now of hopefully what I want my equation to be. Because the way I'd want it to be, I guess the preferable way, is you want to have some major grinds that you know that like, okay, I know the effort I went to to get to where I am. Because like, it's it's all well and good getting your 10 million view video, but realistically, nothing is going to happen if you don't continue, if you don't have the major grind. As I said before, part two of that equation, nothing will happen if you just sit on your laurels and just expect the money to roll in that's why i think having the major grind to start off with i don't know maybe for the first 50 videos if you really have to i maybe you get 10 subscribers in 50 videos you never know and that could be disheartening but now you know if you get that lucky break if you get that lucky break i have to stress that because it's not when you get the lucky break it's if and that's why you have to be prepared for the major grind if if you're seriously considering this. It's like you have to grind so that if you hit that lucky break, you know, okay, your your mind is sort of trained at like I can't just sit on this be, or else I'm not going to grow. I'm just going to be back to that stage where I was gaining two subscribers a video now. And I just have one video that happens to be happened to have been big for a day. Sort of moving on to the, the different platforms on which you can grow, I would definitely say that out of what I'd call the big four, which would be Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, because um, I don't really think, even though I'm on a podcast right now, I don't think that there's really any sort of way to push your content. I feel like, at least for me, I feel like the best way, you have to have a platform in place before you can truly become a giant podcaster because obviously if you look at joe rogan he does like the mma commentary i believe for wwe and he talks about fights and that sort of gives him the connection to talk to all these big people uh of course and then he's also just you see him on the tv so it's like oh i know him i guess i'll watch his podcast or listen to his podcast wherever you get your podcast and so I would say that YouTube is probably the best of the big four purely because I believe if it maybe alongside Instagram and Twitter to a lesser degree, YouTube does have the algorithm in place and there are ways to play the algorithm, to play the game, so to speak, in a way that allows you to grow in that way that we've talked with it, that we talked about earlier, whether that be the major grind or the lucky break. I guess more so leaning to the lucky break side of things because if you get something that's really well recommended by the uh, the algorithm, you could be in business. So, yeah, I would say YouTube is probably a good platform to start off with, but I would say it'd probably be accompanied by Twitter purely because I'd say even though Instagram 
is a good uh, sort of platform to use. I don't think people are really looking or it's not their first source of looking for new content. I think it's like, oh, my friend posted something on Instagram. Let's go look at it and see if I like it. Whereas on the other hand, if I'm if I'm on YouTube, it's like YouTube has the algorithm just pushing people at, at certain things, and if they click on one thing, it sends them down a rabbit hole looking at a bunch of related stuff. And everybody's done that tons of times. Uh, and you really don't do that on Twitter or Instagram. It's like you see your timeline. That's the sort of stuff you want to look at. It just keeps feeding you the same stuff over and over again with maybe some recommendations. Although they're mostly to do with stuff that you already are interested in. So if I start following NVIDIA GeForce, it'll start recommending me NZXT and all these other companies uh, that make gaming products, for example. Whereas on YouTube, I could be watching Minecraft content for all I know, but then maybe randomly I'll get shown something in my like 12, when you see your recommended like 12 videos or whatever, maybe I'll see one that's on streaming or podcasting. Uh, quite apt for this actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you see something on podcasting, like how to get started on podcasting, maybe that sends something to your brain if it has a good enough thumbnail. Maybe it sends something to your brain of like, mm, maybe I am interested in doing podcasting or listening or just becoming more educated on that subject. So I'm going to click on that. And that's just something Twitter and you, Twitter and Instagram, sorry, and definitely not Twitch. We'll get onto them in a second. Yeah, that's something that Twitter and Instagram definitely do not have in terms of like, they will not shuffle you towards new content that sort of their algorithm likes and thus it'll try and recommend it to you. Uh, whereas YouTube's like, yeah, this person watches this sort of stuff, but maybe we'll throw in something random that's somewhat related just to see if they'll click on this and we can send them on a different rabbit hole if it's running out of content. Now, moving on to Twitch, who, where to start? <laughs> um, Twitch has no algorithm. It has zero discoverability. That's why getting into the game early, especially for Twitch, was critical. That's why basically every big streamer has been doing it for a long time or they've done something on another platform. Because, I mean, let's be real. If you're looking at a game, say you're looking at Battlefront 2, which I stream uh, at night, make sure you come and join. Uh, links on Twitter. Go follow. Um, <laughs> yeah, you won't find anything on Twitch. If you, unless you're looking for something specifically, nothing will come to you. The only recommended stuff that Twitch will give you are the top streams. And as much as it's like, ooh, top streams, you're not going to be on that. So unless somehow magically you get into uh, the top streams on like your first attempt, uh, you probably need another platform in which to start, in which I would say definitely YouTube is a good partner to go alongside Twitch in terms of just being able to migrate your content over from one platform to the other. Now, 
you might be asking then why don't I just stream on YouTube because that's a functionality uh, and I say to that the thing is with YouTube streaming whilst in fairness actually YouTube does uh, I believe you do get more viewers on YouTube you can per person uh, versus Twitch or Mixer or something else the thing is you're still not getting just streamers looking for you so I feel like on Twitch if you can get uh, people and you can hook them they will they'll stay around for a long time they'll talk to their friends whereas if you're on YouTube maybe you don't even see the the thumbnail of the live stream and they never watch it or because the thing is if you want to know if somebody's live on youtube you just look in like the bottom left hand corner of your screen for the weird red icon like why would i click that instead of all these lovely thumbnails and even though yeah admittedly it seems to work the thing is also i've looked at youtube i don't think there's really a good way that you quote-unquote get paid when it comes to streaming on YouTube because yeah there's super chats and whatever but there's no way to like pay to subscribe I guess I, I think member being a member of a channel is sort of YouTube's idea of fixing that and I guess adds to an extent as well but definitely when it comes to Twitch and Mixer I would say that those platforms do have a larger or not a larger ability, but uh, a better system in place for you to make money. But then also on the flip side, on YouTube, you can have your, your stream saved. And so what can end up happening is that people can end up just watching uh, your replays of streams and you're still making money. Whereas on Twitch, on Mixer, I mean, realistically, nobody's going to watch your old streams because that's no fun. Uh, then I guess furthermore to say to that, um, Twitter as well for, for Twitch, um, that could be a really good thing because obviously some people just go onto Twitter and look at news and I mean, it, it's a real thing. People, people don't go to news sites. They, they go to Twitter for their news. Um, maybe some people aren't going to YouTube and I think that's where Twitter can be good versus YouTube because YouTube's a certain type of person. Uh, and Twitter allows you to talk to a whole range of people who could all be interested or be like, ooh, this person seems nice. I'll go look at their content. I'll go support them. And I think that may be one advantage to Twitter. Although I think YouTube does do a pretty good job of that versus maybe what it did two or three years ago just because they have so much variety on their platform now. Um, Instagram... I'm not sure that's really a good pairing with Twitch purely because, as I mentioned before, it doesn't really, if you're not, if you don't have similar content or you're not following or being followed by somebody who a bunch of people also follow and are interested in your content, then maybe you're going to have a problem because, <laughs> as I said, Instagram especially Twitter to a lesser degree, they only recommend stuff that it seems like you're interested in uh, based on like your friends and who they're following or who um, or who's related or similar to your friends. Um, whereas, of course, YouTube, obviously it has everything 
and so somebody could just stumble across your your stream so yeah i think that's i've kind of covered all the bases hopefully you guys kind of get my views on streaming this has been a a decently short podcast we're only running at around 28 minutes here uh but anyway guys thank you for watching or wow watching thank you for listening uh to this podcast please make sure to come back tomorrow for the second to last day of hashtag pro week i'm going to be streaming later today at around 7 30 central standard time uh maybe some battlefront 2 maybe some fifa 20 i haven't really decided yet but anyway guys thank you for listening make sure you check my twitter for any updates make sure you go subscribe on the youtube channel links of course on anchor.fm just just click it and uh anyway guys thank you and i'll see you next time